0: Let me me... The Kentucky Derby being this weekend, I was reminded, as I am every year on Derby Day, that there are a few things in life that can rival the unadulterated glee that I feel when I look at all of these racehorse names. But I've actually never taken the time to investigate this particular delight until this year. Consequently, though, I then ended up eventually in the most Wikipedia-y of all Wikipedias, which is the List of Historical Horses, which I highly highly recommend as an addendum to this episode. There are some very truly iconic racehorses who have memorable, albeit comparatively normal names, so like Secretariat. But then there are horses whose names are really the most notable thing about them. Olivia Loves Jesus, Baby Ankles, and I'll Just Have Soup. So how does this happen? Who, who lets this happen? Racehorses, thoroughbred racehorses, are majestic beasts, and they are also very expensive. They're like the billionaires of the animal kingdom, and worthy of our awe and respect and deference, and yet we give them names like tit in your girdle. And to that end, though, there are lots of rules around naming thoroughbred racehorses, and there's also kind of a strategy. Or at least you have to abide by the rules insofar as not giving them obscene names, although uh, sometimes people do get by the derby sensors, And there are sensors. so if you've got derby dreams for your newborn horse, then the name you give them is definitely going to factor into whether or not that ever actually happens. Now, not on like a human baby, the thoroughbreds aren't necessarily named right on the same day that they're born. And in fact, all thoroughbred horses are given the birth date of January 1st on that year because within a year of their birth, they do need to be given a thoroughbred name and registered as such with the Jockey Club. But this is a really long process, so you get a year, and it's easy to keep track of like what year your horse is in, because they all just automatically default to that January 1st birthday, but it really does take that long to not just come up with not just one option, but six different options. The Jockey Club then picks the one that you ultimately get, and you can pay to have it changed, but you'll pay dearly. So you might as well just come up with six that you'd really like and be totally okay with, but as you can imagine, given how complicated it is, coming up with one, let alone six, is like no small task now in the meantime most horses even after they have this name this like fancy derby name they don't necessarily go by that because it would be me kind of uh, problematic to be yelling out blow me or sexual harassment when you're just hanging out in the stable two more names that got by the censors by the way so kind of like how we have nicknames the horses have nicknames or stable names that they use when they're not officially at the derby so be something simple like petunia the formalized process of coming up with an establishing and registering that derby name, though, starts right away because not only do they have to come up with the name and then get it approved, but in order to register the horse with the jockey club, the horse's DNA has to be analyzed a la Jerry Springer to prove that it is in fact a thoroughbred, and then the DNA of its parents, so its lineage, also needs to be noted, which means that if your horse was created through artificial insemination, it actually cannot be in the derby. It has to be the result of good old-fashioned horse sex. Anyway, so in terms of talking about the naming of these horses, it's actually easier to just list off the things that you can't do than to try to figure out how people get motivated and creative to come up with horses, because everybody's got their own methods, I suppose. First of all, even though these names tend to be fairly long, and that's kind of like what they're known for, they can't actually be more than 18 letters, and any spaces or punctuation does actually count as letters. They also can't just be initials, so you can't name your horse, like, CIA, or or FBI. And the names can't actually have any word for horse in them, so they can't end with like stud or mare or stallion. They also can't be made up entirely of numbers. They can have numbers above 30 if they're spelled out, but you can't just name your horse six seven eight two four three five nine. And you also can't do like a numerical designation at the end like Secretariat the Third. That's not gonna work. You could technically, if you have written permission, name the horse after a living person if their permission is on record at the jockey club. So for example, when the first George Bush was president, there was a jockey who wanted to name the horse in honor of the first lady, Barbara Bush. And the White House actually did send the jockey club written permission to name the horse after Barbara Bush. And that's how that worked out. But in general, you can't name it after a living person. And you can't name it after a dead person unless you have written permission by the jockey club. And you would need a really good reason as to why you want to name it after that person. You can't name it after anything that's like a brand or anything that's commercial, and you also can't name it after any racetracks, even if it's not the racetrack you're racing on. And technically you're not supposed to be able to name horses anything that's vulgar or in poor taste, but as we have already heard, there are definitely times when they have totally gotten by the censors on this. Not sure how that happens, but I'm guessing that when you've got thousands of names to call through every year, things kind of slip by. But even though some of those are actually just on the slightly funnier side, you can't name the horse anything that would be insulting or disparaging or, you know, like flat out racist or anything like that, which honestly, why would you? Now, in terms of coming up with names, you probably have to search through the database because you can't name a horse after a horse that's already out there and competing, obviously, or a horse that's currently breeding. Even if they're not racing, if they're breeding, the horse can't be named the same name. Uh, you also can't name your horse after any winners from the past like 25 years, and you can't name them after any of the n- names that are permanently in like the Hall of Fame and they are never going to be brought out and recycled, so things like Secretariat. And so these names would be denoted by horses that are like super famous horses, like that want a lot of money and are kind of like iconic horses. You also can't name the horses in any way that you think is being creative to try to get around any of these rules, so you can't like alter the spelling or do something phonetically like don't be sneaky, the jockey club will figure it out. In terms of looking back at this particular horse's lineage, you can't name them after any of the horses that have been through the past five generations but what people do in terms of coming up with names that somehow honor that lineage is that often when they're coming up with the names the jockeys will take a cue or pay homage to the horse's parents so actually the registrar of the jockey club rick bailey told npr that one example of this is that there was a horse that came from two horses one named inside informant and the other one private account and so this baby horse was named pure Profit, which was sort of like a joke because of those two names of its parents and and so that's kind of a way that jockeys sometimes come up with these names. Also, sea biscuit's father's name was Hardtack, which is like a type of hard biscuit that sailors often would eat. Uh, so like a sea biscuit. <laughs> so there you go. So there's that. Now each year, the jockey club gets over 60,000 name requests for thoroughbreds, and about a third of them get rejected outright. And usually that is a result, not so much of them being a problem, but they're already in the database. So there's like a huge database that you can search in to make sure you might think you're being really creative, but trust me, probably someone else has come up with it. But being aware of this, the club is actually starting to recycle names after like a decade, if they're not like one of those like hall of famer horses, because it is pretty tough to come up with one, let alone six different options. If you have to follow all of those rules and you know, you want it to trend well on the internet and look good on the leaderboard. So call in and let me know what you would name your Kentucky Derby racehorse, because I genuinely do want to know.